What's up, everyone? We are on episode two of the Sugar Rebel show. I guess it's a show. My name is Anna Dornier, aka the Sugar Rebel. And today I wanted to talk about. Since last episode, I talked about kind of how I started in the fitness industry. The other thing, as far as my health and fitness journey, that really, really was a、um, a breakthrough moment was when I actually found the ketogenic diet by accident. And I'm saying by accident because this was almost three years ago, when keto was not popular at all, and it's not main. It, well, it's not still not quite mainstream, but not many people knew what keto was. I didn't know what the ketogenic diet was when I was、uh, told about it. So I wanted to start there for the second episode because. I felt like because this is a podcast about faith, family, fitness, and fat adaptation, which is the ketogenic lifestyle. I figured that a lot of the people that would listen to this, who are familiar with my work, would expect kind of a backstory to my keto journey. And so here we go. I found the keto lifestyle. Again, by accident, almost three years ago, about a month after I gave birth to our second child, Bella, and at that time, it's not like I wasn't looking for anything, but my sugar addiction has gotten really bad. I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes towards my third trimester. I did not know. Like how I well actually I do know how I developed that you know diabetes in general runs in my family and yes gestational diabetes is a little bit different from regular diabetes because all the hormones of of pregnancy works against you being able to metabolize sugar but still it was kind of like why did this you know why how what did I do. That made this come come about, and you know, whenever I get pregnant, my diet is not always <laughs>、um, the best, right? Because I always get intense cravings. But the thing that really was a little bit different from this pregnancy to my first one was that that sugar addiction just just stayed even after I gave birth and my hormones kind of started to normalize. To the point where, like, whenever I get up, you know, when the baby gets up in the, the middle of the night, I would be like hangry, and I say hangry like hungry and angry at the same time. Anyone who knows me <laughs> knows that I use that word a lot, especially back in those days, because you know, even when I was doing high protein, low carb, and I was eating every two to three hours, I was constantly hungry. It's like After 20 minutes of eating my meal, I was hungry again, and I was constantly craving for something sweet. And I could not be productive until I'm able to that to satisfy my sweet tooth. And obviously, that's problematic, especially because I'm in the fitness industry, right? I I own a gym. I'm a fitness coach. 
and I can't I can't like tell my clients to say eat healthy stay away from sugar stay away from carbs carbs are, are bad for you when I myself haven't figured out how can I overcome my sugar addiction and so that went on for for quite some time and to the point where I'm like I'm wondering why do I have this and how do I overcome this but this is what I learned from every from every issue or struggle or problem that I encounter in my life I always learn something from it and I knew from experiencing such intense sugar cravings that there's a reason why I'm experiencing that because I know that once I overcome it that I can teach other people how to overcome it themselves. Um, on top of my sugar addiction I was also having knee pain on my right knee and uh, my left thumb was also painful and so like the simple act of of course I was a little heavier I gained 47 pounds in my second pregnancy just the simple act of pulling my jeans up was painful because of my thumb and I was like I'm 30 I was 34 at that time and I'm like at 34 years old my body shouldn't be feeling this way so I knew something was wrong and of course after pregnancy you want to get back in shape and I always know that whenever I want to get something done achieve a goal I always knew that I needed a coach I have a coach for business and so I I hired a coach to get me back in shape for after pregnancy and I intentionally originally wanted to do a bikini competition and that's why I hired a coach that I did and she gave me a plan and she called it fat adapted and so I kept seeing it on my meal plan and I'm like what the heck does fat adapted mean and so the more because I'm curious because I'm a nerd at heart I like to learn science you know from the first episode I told you guys that I'm I was a science major back in college I was I was in the biotech industry and I understand how science works like I'm not intimidated with scientific names because it actually makes sense to me and my brain is just weird like that and I actually like learning how the body works and all the processes and I can see in my mind right and so I started learning about the ketogenic lifestyle so fat adapted is just another name for keto or ketogenic and it's basically a state where your body is burning its own body fat or dietary fat for energy basically the fats turn into ketones and, that, and that's the state called ketosis we can do another episode just on that process but I'm not going to go into that I wanted to to go more into the mindset that everyone should go into if you are considering keto and so and that's why I'm telling you my story because I see it all the time um, when people start researching keto and see all these crazy weight loss transformations and then they start to do it themselves 
and they don't see the, the results that they've seen other people have, they start to kind of get frustrated and disappointed and they say, keto doesn't work, it didn't work for me, I'm just gonna do whatever, right? And so um, the reason why I'm talking about my experience is it, it wasn't that easy. I mean, it was easy for me to get into ketosis, but it wasn't easy for me to stay in ketosis. And I have to coach my clients whenever they're first starting out as far as their expectations and their mindset going into this. And I want you to think about this mindset, not just if you're doing keto, but you can apply it to really anything that you're trying to achieve in your life, whether that's trying to get a job or get promoted from your job or maybe start a business or have a successful business or get getting good at the sport or whatever it is right you're you you can apply the same mindset it's not just keto and so long story short i learned the science behind the ketogenic lifestyle i learned how to tweak my macros to make sure that i get into ketosis right and when i did i got myself into ketosis in three days and that the the difference if you have experienced ketosis it, it's a huge it's a stark difference from being a carb burner to being a fat burner the feeling is just so different so for the first time in a long time after my second pregnancy when i hit that ketosis state i had mental clarity i slept better i had better mood i'm no longer hangry in fact like at the very beginning i dropped down to like two meals a day because i just wasn't hungry and you can put a chocolate cake in front of me and i don't even want it and for me to say that was huge because obviously from <laughs> from somebody who's a sugar addict when we went to a restaurant i would literally look at the dessert menu first and i would like salivate on all the carb stuff on the menu because that's how bad it was it's like an addict like dose me up that's how i felt when i was a sugar addict and then once i hit ketosis it's like a whole different ball game and i think not a lot of people also talk about this but because we're in a podcast and it's kind of a more intimate situation i think than like a facebook live my hormones started getting more balanced and what I mean by that is that I actually wanted to be more intimate with my husband in the bedroom when before it's like that feeling left me and I'm like maybe this is what happens when you start getting older your your knee starts hurting you don't want to really be intimate with your significant other anymore you know all the stuff that people think is normal when it comes to aging but I'm like but I'm only 34 what the heck is wrong with me right and so ultimately that state of being ketosis not only did it provide a mental clarity for me and a focus that i've never had and, and no longer thinking about sugar constantly and not having sugar control my life was a game changer for me and it was such a huge change 
that it made me just, you know, since I'm in the fitness industry, I ultimately just wanted to teach it to everyone. And when I first started talking about this, you know, people thought I was crazy because this was, you know, almost three years ago when no one has even heard about it. And here I am. We're in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, <laughs> where most stuff is probably about 10 years behind, you know, and here I am, this crazy person talking about you should eat more fats, right? And then everyone else thinks, well, aren't fats the cause of our heart problems? You know, we've been so conditioned to believe that. And so this is where the mindset comes in, because when I tell my story and I say, you cured your sugar addiction and you no longer suffer from that but i still have that i tried keto it's not working for me you know i'm not getting all of these crazy results right you gotta imagine number one that i did my homework and i i do understand how to tweak my macros meal by meal day per day right and really be focused on it and so for somebody who's not who's not in this field who doesn't have as much time to study it as much as I do you might not have that same exact macronutrient ratios right at the very beginning because you know a lot of people keto is simple but a lot of people still tend to overcomplicate it right but it is actually pretty simple when you think about it moderate your protein so if you tend to eat maybe four ounces of protein do three ounces and make it more like a fatty protein instead of a lean protein and then add fats most of your calories will be coming from fats and then lower your vegetable i mean most of your carbs will be coming from vegetables lower your carb intake that's really as easy as it gets right but if you don't already know the basic of it because you didn't study it as much as I did, it can get frustrating, right? Just earlier, I was having a, a chat uh, with somebody who just started like yesterday. She's like, I didn't want to cheat, but I had 2% milk and cucumber and tomatoes. <laughs> and I'm like, 2% milk probably has more carbs than whole milk. Um, and I wouldn't even recommend whole milk, like I would recommend heavy cream, right? And so it's just the little details. So coming from that and not knowing exactly how, what to eat, how to, to tweak your macro so that it's right for you, you're not going to get the same results as I am. And that's why I, I coach people on keto. Number two, because you're not getting the macros right at first, you won't be experiencing the, the difference that I'm feeling when I got into ketosis, right? And so you have to get the macros right before you can get into ketosis, before you can feel the difference. And then number three, you have to be very intentional at first to avoiding carbs. Because for me, it didn't, I make it sound like it, you know, it happened instantly, because, but it didn't. I actually had to be very intentional about my food choices, especially avoiding carbs at the very beginning. And it probably took anywhere, I would say from three to six months, six months, I would say to like solidly say that 
I no longer, I'm no longer a slave to sugar addiction, to sugar. And that's the fact that, that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that focused intention. Because if you have been used to all of those, these years, being used to just giving in to your sugar cravings like I was, guess what? It's a habit. It's a habit that you now have to replace with a new habit if you truly want to get rid of it. And it's a process and you have to be patient with yourself when it comes to that because habits are powerful because they are ingrained in us. And so those first three to six months, it's not going to be easy. But when you do do it right, you are going to feel the difference. You are going to see the difference. You are going to see your body change. And the other thing as far as mindset that I found, especially if you're closer to your body, ideal body weight, is that your weight may not move as fast in the right direction with keto, especially if you're closer to your ideal body weight. Now, if you have 40, 60, 80, 100 pounds to lose, yeah, definitely is going to show on the scale. But what I will tell you is that I have not lost a pound almost three years on keto, but I have lost two pant sizes and I have gained muscle mass as well. And that's why my weight hasn't moved. And if you don't know how your body composition is changing, either measuring it with a tape measure or getting a body fat scan, then it can be frustrating when the scale is not moving in the right direction because then you're going to say, oh, keto is not working, right? Because you're just basing it on the scale or when in fact it is working and you are making progress because not only are you protecting your muscles, you're also gaining muscle. And the, the problem that I've, I've seen, at least for myself, when I did high protein, low carb, is that I can't gain muscle fast enough enough on high protein, low carb. And so that's why keto works for me. And that's the other reason why I love keto is because it's helped me protect my muscles that I have. And it's also helped me gain more muscle as well. And so for me, the weight on the scale is not as important. And as soon as you start feeling amazing on keto, that mental focus, that better energy, better sleep, better everything. You just stop caring about the scale, right? You know, again, if you're far from your goal weight, you definitely want to care about the scale. And so you definitely, if you feel like there's something missing or there's something that you're doing wrong on keto, you definitely want to look at that more closely and see where you're, what you're doing wrong. But keto is simple and we can talk about that on a different episode. But I just want to give you kind of the mindset approach to any diet, not just keto. And by the way, I don't like calling it a diet. It's a meal plan. It's a lifestyle, right? But I use the diet interchangeably because that's what most most people are familiar with. And so 
the the thing the the i guess the the lesson from the story as far as the mindset is have patience and have consistency and actually have the intention focus on what your intentions are in terms of the changes that you're looking to make and make that a focused effort because what i've seen a lot of people do is maybe they'll try keto for two weeks three weeks four weeks not doing it a hundred percent right and then expecting a hundred percent results right when in fact like they weren't even consistent to begin with and that's why they weren't seeing their results and so patience and consistency and intentions go a very very long way not just with keto but with everything that we're doing in our lives that that we want to achieve in our lives right so i want to end with this um if you guys have anything at all that you want me to discuss in this podcast or maybe what i would like to do is questions is answer questions that you may have on anything i know this is the second episode so if you're not following me in other social media platforms then you might not know what you want to ask me but if anything if if there's any even an idea during this podcast that i didn't discuss fully and you're like wait can you talk a little bit more about this i would love to answer it on the next episode and i'm going to do my best to be consistent uh, to always do release a new podcast on mondays to start your week right and then on Fridays to start your weekend, right? So that it kind of holds you accountable throughout that weekend, right? Because we know that we kind of tend to lax a lot on the weekends. I'm guilty of that as well. If you would like to send me a message or send me a question, um, anything for discussion for the next episode or a question for the next episode, you may direct message me on Instagram at the Sugar Rebel and facebook the sugar rebel as well or if you want to connect with me on my personal personal page it's anna dornier and by the way on the sugar rebel page on instagram i have a free keto ebook on there as well so if you are like okay can you i can't wait for the next episode to for you to discuss the details of keto um that that ebook will help you a lot get you started in the right direction and by the way if you're listening to this and you like what you're hearing so far and that you're learning something you're getting value from this i would love for you to write a review on this podcast i would really really appreciate that and by the way thank you so much for everyone who has listened so far i really really appreciate you guys you guys rock and thank you for giving me a platform to just put my, my, my ideas out there. I, I have a lot in my mind um, all the time. And so it, it's a great kind of outlet for me to be able to do this while also delivering value to your life. But would love to see how much value I am I'm giving to you. And I do want to hear from you as far as either feedback or comments or questions so that we can make this more of a a community a podcast for that serves the community that 
that delivers value to you. So yeah, with that, I would leave you until the next episode. I will, I will speak with you guys again on Monday. Until then, bye-bye.